are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, January 29th, and there are five great games of Big Ten basketball this weekend, but there is one game that stands out in particular, a game with so much hype, with so much excitement, and I can think of no better person in the entire country to join me on this weekend preview of Big Ten basketball to focus on that battle tonight between number seven, Iowa, and number 19, Illinois, in the State Farm Center in Champaign, Illinois, than the one they call Lucy Sports Jokes. It is Lucy <laughs> Rodine back on the show to preview not only Iowa and Illinois, but the other four great games of Big Ten basketball. But we have to start with the Hawkeyes and the Illini. And Lucy Rodine, you were the first person that came to my mind when we talk about this monumental matchup in Big Ten basketball. I am so excited for this game. Um, and I'm going to go out here. I'm just going to start guns blazing. I okay, actually don't please. think this game is going to be very close. I know. Illinois is going to win by that much? That's not funny. No, no. I think that Iowa is going to win this game big. I really do. Um, and if this comes back to bite me, just don't tag me in it. Iowa fans, if you saw this, no, you didn't, whatever. But if Iowa won, everyone's, everyone's seeing this right now. So I think that this game, I do think it depends on C.J. Frederick. Not sure of his status yet. Uh, but I just think Iowa's last game against Indiana, if you watched it, I hope you did it. It was terrible. I've never seen Iowa's offense look just so bad, so lifeless, mm. so dead. You know, our game against Nebraska got canceled this weekend. Iowa's had just a whole bunch of time off to prepare for Illinois. And I don't think it's going to be close at all. I think how awful Iowa played against Indiana is just sitting in their minds. Luca Garza gave a Tim Tebow speech on how, you know, Everyone's given everything from now on. And I just think with the bad blood that Iowa and Illinois have, Iowa's going to be extra feisty. Last year, I didn't get to go to the game at Illinois, but I covered the game at Iowa and I got to see like a fight up close. And I just, there was so much tension between these teams. They hate each other so much. And I just think that right now, like just simply like circumstantial wise, Iowa is in the best spot to win this game, but I could not be more excited for the Luca, Luca Garza, Kofi Coburn matchup. Like I am just so pumped for that. And I think Garza is going to win because I always think Garza is going to win, but you know, I'm just so excited. I mean, Luca Garza is the best player in all of college basketball. So he Absolutely. does have a slight edge over Kofi Coburn, although Kofi is very good in his own right. I've said all week long on this podcast that it's only Big Ten basketball that you can have two big men that you know by their first name, Luca and Kofi, and you know what that matchup <laughs> entails. Now, I should have presented this from the very beginning, but you've been on this podcast so many times that I feel like I don't need to introduce you anymore, but you <laughs> are a graduate of the University of Iowa, so we acknowledge yes. that bias. She is also a sports media personality for Wave TV, dealing with Gen Z people. So if you can deal with Gen Z high school kids, <laughs> talking about Big Ten basketball for the week is pretty easy, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I got to be in, you know, basically front lines for that Iowa-Illinois, like, almost fight, like, argument. I don't know. Skirmish is a word a that I would use. Scuffle? I don't, Scuffle? Yeah, there we yeah. go. Uh, last year, and it's way less scary than my DMs with the Gen Z kids. Way less scary. They're so mean, and they're terrifying, but I'm ready to face them. Last year, it was the regular season finale between Iowa and Illinois that decided the double bye for the Big Ten basketball tournament. At the time, we did not know this would be the final game of the year for both the Hawkeyes and the Illini. And as Lucy knows, Illinois got the better of Iowa on that day, winning by two, 78 to 76. Kofi blocked a last-second shot attempt by Luka, so the Illini held on 78-76. There was a scuffle. We know DeMonte Williams from Illinois, Connor McCaffrey from Iowa. They were going at it. It's heated. It's bad blood. Lucy Rodine, as a graduate of Iowa, do you consider this a rivalry against Illinois in basketball? 
I definitely didn't before I got to school there. And obviously before I got to school there, if you followed Iowa basketball before the Fred McCaffrey years, terrible, just garbage. Uh, (laughs) The past few years, it's definitely seemed like a rivalry. Like there's not so much the discourse between the fans that we're used to seeing with Iowa because Iowans love to get on fights, get in fights on the internet. They love to do it. And they have like a specific like set of fan bases. They do that with Nebraska, Iowa State and Michigan State, thanks to me. Um, But (laughs) Illinois has never really been like like one of those really heated arguments. It's always felt like Illinois kind of hated us more. And it's just because Illinois is so, you know, I'm just used to Illinois not being relevant. Like, I mean, kind of like Iowa was in basketball. And so this definitely is like a, an argu- like a fierce rivalry now just because – not between the fan bases, but just because of the team. And, like, specifically, like, Connor McCaffrey is going out for yeah. blood when he's facing Illinois every year. It feels like he's just doing something. So, yes, definitely. This is my, that's my long-winded way of yes. I agree with you, though, because the players on these specific teams do not like each other. I oh, just from Illinois other. summed it up. He said, they want to kill us. We want to kill them. I love Joe Toussaint's answer from Iowa yesterday so in the media availability when they asked him, what do you feel about what Iowa said? He goes, I don't like anybody. He's from Bronx. He's from the Bronx, New York, folks. He, Of course, he doesn't like anybody, but it was just the perfect answer. These two teams have some bad blood between them. I cannot wait for tonight. Number seven, number 19, a top 20 matchup. So, Lucy, we have to go over the spread and the total here because we're getting both from our good friends at betonline.ag. They see Illinois as a one-and-a-half-point home favorite tonight in the State Farm Center. And I don't know if you saw the total, but it is huge. I'm talking like skyscraper territory, 164 oh and a half. For the over-under total. I've been watching a lot of college basketball in my time. 164 and a half is like an NBA over-under. That is ridiculous. I've never seen anything that high. Uh, I was offense is good. Hear me out. <laughs> Iowa's offense is good. Iowa's offense is not that good. And let's just make it clear, Iowa's got the best offense in the country. Like, Yep. Yeah, I don't, no, so that's a whoa. We know your pick is Iowa. You would yes. expect them to not only cover that spread, but to win the game outright. They are on the road. But what would you think of that over-under total of 164.5? I still can't believe I'm saying those words. That is – I like, my rule in life is always to bet the over when it comes to yeah. Iowa, always to do it. But I, I can't do it with one six. That is – whoa, yeah, that's a little too much for me. I think you have to take it because you want to root for points <laughs> and just for this to be the greatest game and you're going to be feeling good on a Friday night. So I think you have to take the over. But as we look at this game, and as I see it, the game really is dependent on that final score. I think if it's in the 80s, Iowa wins the game. If it's below that, Iowa will not win. And Illinois, that will favor them and their defensive style that Brad Underwood has been trying to preach for Illinois as they try to get off a little bit of this slide. They're still near the top of the Big Ten standings, but they haven't played their best brand of basketball as of late. Iowa has scored 85-plus points in all but two of their 12 wins so far this season. One of the losses they had against Indiana, their most recent game, they only put up 69 points. They didn't score for an 11-minute stretch in that second half. It was very uncharacteristic for those Iowa Hawkeyes. But if it gets up into the 80s, if it's like an 84-82 game or an 87-81 game, I think that goes the way of Iowa. And both of these teams haven't played now in over a week. Illinois hasn't played in 10 days since last Tuesday. Iowa hasn't played in eight days since that upset loss to Indiana this past Thursday night. Another reason outside of the scoring that I think this is going to be such an exciting game is because of that man, Mr. Luca Garza, the son of the University of Idaho legend Frank Garza, and his speech after the Indiana game. The Hawkeyes came into that IU game on a five-game winning streak. They were feeling good. 
Things were happy in Iowa City outside of the parking tickets on Jordan Bohannon's car. <laughs> People were feeling very, very good. And Luca made it seem like Iowa might have taken it for granted a little bit. But then he uttered, as Lucy just mentioned, and I promise speech that we haven't heard since the mid-2000s in Tim Tebow at Florida. Luca said, I promise you, we will not take anything else for granted this year. And we will play as hard as we can each and every night. And that's all I needed to see. I also like yeah. Iowa to win on Friday night, not only because I think it's into the 80s, but if Luca Garza or anybody really is going to give you an I promise speech, then I'm going to believe in that. I think Iowa wins. My final count is 86-82. I'm throwing out a score prediction for this oh. game. Iowa wins 86-82. They cover as they come in as the underdog. And they – would that be the over? Let me do the quick math. I'm bad at it. Yeah, that would be – yeah, one – no, 168? Yes, that would be, right? 86 oh. plus 82, 168. Math is very difficult. So it was Gen Z kids, Big Ten basketball, <laughs> math, I think, for me. What I why I like Iowa big in this game is because Illinois has a tendency to get off to really slow starts. And just how horrible Iowa's offense was against Indiana, that will not repeat itself. That's not going to happen. I think Iowa starts off just shooting lights out in Champaign. And I think they build up a big enough, you know, lead early in that game that it sustains them the entire way through. I think it really comes down to the first, you know, couple minutes for Iowa, Illinois. And I think Iowa's just going to own that. It's going to set the right momentum. When Luca Garza promises, he delivers. He always does. So it's, I, I'm going to the t-shirt and right there. Bumper stickers, oh. t-shirts, everything. We can license it with let the peacock fly. And I think we have started ourselves a, a memorabilia business here. Oh, Frank Garza would totally sign on a hundred percent. Okay, good. If Frank's a part of it, I mean, the brain trust of you and Frank Garza, two of my favorite people in all of Big Ten universe, oh, that's something right there. <laughs> He's got to start selling shirts. He calls me the Hawkeye Angel. He needs to start mm. selling Hawkeye Angel shirts. I would buy one. I'd be the only one to buy one, but I'd still buy it. As Lucy and I are discussing right now, this weekend of Big Ten basketball, there are five games, but it all gets started tonight. Seventh-ranked Iowa visits 19th-ranked Illinois in the spread and the total for the game, as you know, coming from our good friends at betonline.ag. The Illini, a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. That over-under total still blows my mind. 164-and-a-half. You got to ride with the over. In college basketball, if it's like 150-plus, you take the over, you hope for points, you have some fun doing it. If it's 164-and-a-half, you know we are riding with the over tonight between the Hawkeyes and the Illini. And there was only one place that has you covered for everything you need in Big Ten basketball or across the entire sports landscape. That one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust here on the Locked On Podcast Network is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for your 50% welcome bonus. We know the spread for tonight's game between Iowa and Illinois for the two games on Saturday, the two games on Sunday. Those spreads and totals will come out about 24 hours prior on betonline.ag. Super Bowl Sunday, by the way, next weekend. The Chiefs, a three-point favorite as it stands right now. All the action you can need, whether it's Super Bowl Sunday, Big Ten basketball, college basketball in general, the NBA, the NHL, you don't need to sit on the sidelines anymore. You can get in on that action at betonline.ag. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. On this full weekend preview of Big Ten basketball with the one they call Lucy Sports Jokes, we're covering everything you need to know for this final weekend of Big Ten hoops in the month of January. Each and every day here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast, we're covering everything you need to know about the glorious Big Ten conference. But what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Under 20 minutes to start off your day? That's ideal. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever it is you get your favorite shows. I hope this is one of your favorite shows. I hope this has been one of your favorite weekend previews with Lucy Rodin. We continue on our discussion with Iowa, Illinois, and the four other great games of Big Ten Basketball. I saw you, by the way, getting some Iowa swag sent right to yeah. you. That's pretty that cool? cool. It's never happened to me before. So this like cute little like business in Iowa reached out and they were like, thank you for all you do for Iowa. And I was like, I, I tweet, man. I don't do anything, <laughs> but okay, thank you. And so they're like, do you have like an address? So I sent in my PO box and they like send that stuff my way. And I was like, that's the nicest thing I've like showed my dad. And he was like, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah, four years of college and I got this. So ha ha. Jokes on you guys. Two quotes, I'm, two quotes I'm going to remember this discussion by today. When Luca Garza promises, he delivers. And Lucy Rodin, I tweet, man. That's all yeah. I'll take from this conversation. <laughs> One more thing to touch on here before we get to the other four games of the weekend. And these spreads are brought to you by BetOnline.ag, our great sponsors. And we have Illinois, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Again, that over-under total, 164-and-a-half. I want to bring up the idea of offense. As you mentioned, Iowa has the top offense in all of college basketball, the most efficient offense in the entire country. Illinois, though, not far behind, ninth. In that top 10, they have the ninth most efficient offense in the entire country, and the pace is pretty high for both teams. Iowa 71st in tempo in the entire country, Illinois 80th. So if, like Lucy mentioned, Iowa gets off to a hot start, Illinois needs to play catch-up, this could get up into the 80s, which I think we both believe favors Iowa. The biggest game of the weekend, the game I have been most excited for since the Big Ten schedule was announced a few months ago, Iowa and Illinois. We only have it once, folks. It happens tonight. We only have it one time in this Big Ten basketball slate, which is a crime in itself. But we'll so sit bad. back on this Friday night and enjoy it. I have one final question before we move on to our next four games. What do you make of a 9 p.m. Eastern start, though, for this Iowa-Illinois game? I feel like an old man. As we talk Gen Z, I feel like as a 27-year-old, I shouldn't be complaining about 9 p.m. starts on a Friday night, but just something bugs me about him. Iowa has had so many 9 p.m. starts, and it is so irritating. It is so, like, I just, I hated the 8 p.m. starts when I lived in Iowa. You know, it's Iowa. You should assume the people who live there are going to sleep earlier. Like, that's just the reality of it. There's no reason for Iowa to have 9 p.m. starts. I hate them. I hate them. Mm. But it's a Friday night, so maybe we'll have a couple cold ones, and we'll sit back and we'll enjoy it, and we'll get ready for the game, and it will be really good. I think it will be close. I think it's going to be high scoring. Both of us like Iowa to win outright on the road tonight in Champaign, Illinois. So four other great games in this Big Ten basketball season. We are speaking with somebody who has been on this podcast numerous times now, gracing us with her presence once again, and it's Lucy Rodine, the one they call Lucy Sports Jokes now for Wave TV. If you're not following Wave TV, keep up with the next generation and make sure you're following all the great content that Lucy produces. So for the Iowa-Illinois game, because it is tonight, we know the spread. We know Illinois is favored by one and a half. We know the over-under total is 164 and a half, brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. For these four other games, because we're still over 24, 48 hours away from tip, we are getting our lines from Kenneth Pomeroy, the smartest man in all of college basketball. He puts out score predictions for every game, and in my experience, he's about within a point average of what the 
total Vegas spread ends up being right before tip. So we have our two categories for the rest of the weekend, the Locked On Locks and the Underdog Specials. We begin with Lucy Rodine's Locked On Lock for this final weekend of Big Ten basketball. Before we get to the month of February, it's already coming. We're already here. We're almost at the postseason. It was literally March three days ago. It was literally March three days ago. <laughs> and we'll be this... March in three more days. That's crazy. That's, that's I mean, too much for me. Can you say time flies when you're having fun? Because have we been having I'm fun? I'm not having like fun. Time flies when you're having a terrible time. <laughs> I guess that's the new expression. Yeah. Lots hey, of cool. Here we go. Add it to the t-shirt business. Here we go. Lots of cool today. So if I had to pick my lock for this weekend, I would pick Iowa no, to cover against Illinois. But I'm not going to do that because we already – you know, discussed it. So right. if this doesn't pan out, then ignore, ignore this part. And remember that I picked Iowa. So and that's, that's that like your first official lock. This is your locked on lock because I have asked you to do this yes. and you are very kind and, and obliging here on the locked yeah. on big 10 podcast. I get it. Checks so, out all good. Yeah. So this isn't like a lock as much as it is like a shoelace tie, you know, sure. so it's tight, but you could, you know, still take it apart. Yeah. I am going to go Purdue over Minnesota. Hmm. So I, I, cause I wanted to pick Iowa and Illinois for my lock, but just for Purdue, Minnesota until that Michigan loss, Purdue was the hottest team in the big 10. And I don't even think there's, I mean, Iowa could have been, but I still think it was Purdue just the way they were playing and rolling. I just think that the Purdue defense is better than the Minnesota offense. And the Minnesota offense is very good, but I just think defensively wise, like Purdue is, I think Michigan's a fluke loss. It's not a fluke loss because just mm-hmm. Michigan is so good that it's hard to kind of compare yourself to. Same way like Wisconsin, you know, got blown out by Michigan. Right. Wisconsin isn't really that bad. Michigan's just that good. And so I just think with Travion Williams, they haven't played in a hot minute. I think that Purdue is going to be so ready for this game. I like Minnesota. Obviously, Marcus Carr has ruined my life once or twice before. Uh, but I, I just think that the Purdue defense is better than Minnesota's offense right now. So I'm going to take Purdue over Minnesota, even though Minnesota's ranked. Um Purdue is not, but I think Purdue should be. That's my my locked on lock. That's a shoelace tie. Shoelace tie lock of the week. We will count yeah. it as that. Your real locked on lock, the one that you would put with you to your grave, is Iowa yeah. over Illinois tonight. For we know sure. the official spread for that one. Illinois favored by one and a half. I think Purdue, as Ken Palm sees it, is about a three-point favorite, right? If I'm yeah. not mistaken, something in that line. And I think that's smart because I also agree with you. I think the Purdue loss to Michigan this past Friday is more of an aberration for Purdue. And I think it just goes to show how truly good Michigan is in this college basketball season. And Minnesota is awful away from the barn. They have not won on the road so far this season. So can they do that in Mackey Arena? And I know there's not fans and it's not the hallowed ground it once was when it is packed inside Mackey, but I still trust Purdue in this game. I like that pick for your shoelace shoelace tie lock of the week. Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Whatever. All the creativity we can have on this podcast, we will have. My locked on lock is Rutgers versus Northwestern on Sunday. As Ken Palm sees it right I now. I like this pick. Thank you. The Scarlet it's Knights, a one-point favorite, the over-under total, 143. I love the Rutgers team that I saw this past Sunday on the road at Indiana, picking up a huge win in Assembly Hall, snapping a five-game losing streak. And I mainly loved not only the defensive energy that they had in that game against the Hoosiers, but the new starting five that Steve Peichel put out there, moving Jacob Young, their second-leading scorer, to the bench, allowing him to provide a spark off the bench offensively because I thought they had so much talent in that first five, 
but they didn't really have a distributor to make sure he could facilitate all the scoring they needed to happen. You have Ron Harper Jr., who's a great scorer, but he needs the ball. You have Geo Baker, who can now become more of that facilitator, and you have Paul Mulcahy, who works one-on-one with Geo Baker. I think that's a much better lineup for Rutgers, and I really love what Jacob Young can bring off the bench. And then I highlight Geo Baker in that game against Indiana. He had 19 points. He was four of nine from three. If you get that type of production out of the senior who feels like he's been in Piscataway for 18 years, you are going to be doing good things if you are Rutgers basketball. But for me, the reason I feel so confident in this locked on lock, it's more about Northwestern than it is even about Rutgers, who is a team that I love. Northwestern has lost seven straight games. They have looked terrible in doing so, and they have given up 80 plus in all but one of those seven losses. The only one loss they didn't give up more than 80 was against Wisconsin, but the Badgers scored 68 points, which for Wisconsin is like 105. So (laughs) if you're going to give up 68 to Wisconsin, it shows that defense is really struggling. They are last in the Big Ten Conference in opponents' effective field goal percentage. They are last in the Big Ten Conference in terms of defensive efficiency rankings, as Ken Palm sees it right now. So I think that Rutgers, even on the road in Evanston on Sunday, gets a win. They are my locked-on-lock. Take the spread up to like four or five by the time we get to Sunday's tip. It's a little difficult because in full transparency, Lucy and I are recording before Rutgers and Michigan State on Thursday night. So I don't exactly know if Rutgers is going to keep up the momentum they built this past Sunday against Indiana. That also affects my next pick for the underdog special. But I'm riding with Steve Peichel and Rutgers because, Lucy, I've made no qualms about it. I love Rutgers basketball. I love when I get to tweet my Jimmy V. Uh, clip of him saying your family, your religion, and Rutgers basketball. I have to mention that contractually, I think, once a week on this podcast. (laughs) I like this pick a lot because I think this game is like, I don't want to call it the disappointment bowl, the disappointment (laughs) game of Big Ten basketball, but it kind of is because one, we all knew Nebraska was going to be bad this year. We, we, everybody knew coming in what we were getting from Nebraska. And let me tell you, they've delivered. They've delivered on what they, we were expecting. Like Luca Garza after a promise. That's Nebraska basketball this year. (laughs) If they tell you they're going to be bad, they're going to be bad. So Rutgers and Northwestern, though, started off so hot. And, you know, your Rutgers is finally competitive. This is probably one of the most talented Rutgers teams we've seen in a long time. And it's just neither – Northwestern has just, I mean, went up in flames. Where Rutgers, I still think there's hope. It just, Rutgers has been so, I think you said it really well, Rutgers is way too talented to be losing games the way they are losing games. But I think, you know – the little changes they're making, Rutgers is going to win this game, but it's also just because Northwestern, it's not like, oh, they're too talented. They're really not that talented, and they're mm-hmm. just kind of bad. Boo Boo is like the only like bright spot, but that's kind of it. Like I just – Northwestern has been – I mean, you beat Michigan State, and you're like, cool, we're done. We'll call it. You know, we got what we needed this year. We'll see you next year. I asked Lucy Rodine earlier in this conversation how she felt about the Iowa-Illinois game not tipping off until about 9 p.m. Eastern tonight, 8 p.m. Central. I know two things that I will need for my day to make sure this Friday is continuing on with the highest energy possible for the biggest Big Ten basketball game of the season, Built Bar. Built Bar will be by my side two times today. To start off my morning, I had a Built Bar for this game later tonight at 9 p.m. I will end off my week with a Built Bar as dessert. That is, I can guarantee for you, because Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It is a protein bar that legitimately tastes like a candy bar. The improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. There are 18 amazing flavors. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and they are easy to chew. And the reason that I can start my day and end my day with Built Bar is because they're healthy. They're perfect for the health conscious person. 
person looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, and high in fiber. I have them as dessert, but it's really good for me. It has all the good stuff in there that leaves me feeling healthy, has none of the bad stuff that slows me down. That's why I can have two in a day. That's why I'm going to have two today for this huge Friday of Big Ten basketball. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Each and every Friday here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast, we give you picks for the weekend of whatever Big Ten sport we are talking about. This weekend, it's the final weekend of Big Ten hoops in the month of January. So betting on college basketball, or specifically Big Ten basketball, doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to this full weekend preview with Lucy Rodine, or if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. I said or, make that an and. Listen to both of these shows, because on Locked On Bets, you get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers out there. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever it is you get your favorite shows. Lucy and I still have a few more picks to come. Our underdog specials for this weekend of Big Ten Hoops, that comes up right now. So we have our locked on locks. Lucy's real locked on lock is Iowa beating Illinois. I also think Iowa wins. My locked on lock is Rutgers going on the road and beating Northwestern. Lucy's shoelace tie lock of the week is Purdue (laughs) beating Minnesota at home in Mackey on Saturday. Our final category, the underdog special. Lucy Rodin, who do you see possibly covering this weekend, if not maybe even winning outright? Uh, I see Pitten State covering, not winning, but covering against Wisconsin. Uh, Penn State played, I don't, I don't want to say they played well against Ohio State because both teams played kind of very sloppy basketball, but Penn State proved that they can win a game if they if things just really really go in their favor. They were missing Sam Sessions that game, so he was out against Ohio State, but he is hopeful. That's what I saw hopeful for their game Saturday against Wisconsin. And so I think that Penn State can keep it close. Uh, I just do think that they're not they're not as good as Wisconsin. They're really not. Wisconsin is a much better team, but I think Penn State has what it takes to be competitive. I think if they get the right players going, if Seth Landry plays the way that he did against Ohio State, then Penn State will cover against Wisconsin. I don't see any way they beat Wisconsin just because I think Wisconsin is just better, just genuinely better. But I think Penn State could cover. So that's going to be my underdog of the week. I like that. Ken Palm sees Wisconsin as a three-point favorite for that game. It's probably going to be close to five or six in the favor yeah. of the Badgers, I think, by the time we get to tips. I like that. Penn State had come into that Ohio State game winning two straight. They almost came back in that second half and gave the Buckeyes, who I think has been one of the most impressive teams in all of the Big Ten this season, really a run for their money. They look so good in the second half. Seth Lundy, like you mentioned, with a career high. I love what John Hare is doing down low. He was going to play football at Army if he didn't play basketball for the Nittany Lions. There was a few plays where he was just throwing around his weight, and I was like, can you imagine that guy is like a DN or a tight end? Like, holy crap. So I really like what Penn State's doing in their return from their COVID issues. They're looking good. They have a very talented roster. Isaiah Brockington, Jamari Wheeler, they have a lot of leadership. They haven't been able to close out some really tight games, and they've played one of the toughest schedules in all the country. They have another very tough test against a top 15 Wisconsin team. But Wisconsin also didn't look all that great against Maryland in the second half on Wednesday night. It was a little bit sluggish there. And we saw the Badgers, who are so good defensively, not really be able to fill it up on the offensive side of the ball. I like that underdog pick. That was what I was thinking before I sided with my underdog special. And I don't know why I'm doing this and I'm scared, but something is giving me hope in Tom Izzo. As we hear in the last week of January, before we get to February and then March, this is when Michigan State basketball is at its best. They have made the NCAA tournament 
22 straight years. If that is going to move up one year to 23, they need a big performance on Sunday afternoon on the road at 13th ranked Ohio State. As I mentioned, Lucy and I are recording before Michigan State is back in action for the first time from some COVID issues in their program against Rutgers on Thursday night. I expect that game to be close. I expect the Spartans to play well. I do think Rutgers gets the win, but I do think Michigan State will play well in that game. So to carry some momentum into the game against Ohio State, who I just told Lucy, I think is one of the best teams in the Big Ten Conference, has been the biggest surprise really outside of Michigan in my mind. The Buckeyes have won five of their last six. They have the fifth most efficient offense in the entire country. They look like they could be a three, four seed in the NCAA tournament. But I do believe that this is a crucial, crucial stretch for Michigan State. They play six games. In these next two weeks, coming back from COVID issues, they have Rutgers on Thursday night. That is in the past. We're now in the future. They have Ohio <laughs> State on Sunday. They have Iowa on the following Tuesday, Nebraska the next day after it, then Penn State and Iowa again. Six games in a 14-day span. Can Michigan State create some of that momentum they desperately need right now to get back into the bubble conversation for the NCAA tournament? I'm not saying Michigan wins and beats Ohio State outright on the road on Sunday, but I do think they cover. And as we know, good teams win, great teams cover. That's why we have the underdog special. See, this pick scares me a little bit. Um, mm. I'm not sold on Michigan State this year, um, and I'm always sold on Tom Izzo because, I mean, just the work he does in this time of the year is really absurd. And honestly, I don't, I don't buy it. There's something else going on. <laughs> but with Michigan State, I feel like this is the first time in a long time where they just don't have a true star. And that's something that Michigan State has always had, and it's always kind of propelled them to the top of the conference. And I think usually when you look back at March, it's that guy that steps up, and I don't know who that guy would be for Michigan State at this point. I just, I really, I watch Michigan State basketball and nothing is like, yes, like, that's awesome. What an NBA prospect or anything like that. Like, And normally you always have that with Michigan State. And so that stresses me out. And I think that Ohio State's game against Penn State was so close because Ohio State turned the ball over so so many freaking oh, times 17 so many times. times 17 that's a ridic that's a ridiculous number and i think iowa oh not iowa ohio state <laughs> will clear god i we don't talk about iowa state on this podcast no thank you um, <laughs> ohio state will clean things up and i think they'll be way more disciplined against michigan state so that's why i'm a little scared about that pick i just i don't trust michigan state yet and i think ohio state will fix those tiny little details that kept it close against penn state Ken Palm sees Michigan State as a six-point road underdog. I think that will probably be closer to like eight or nine, or at least I'm hoping for, for the sake of this underdog special. The over-under total of that game at 148. You and Tom Izzo, by the way, are on the same page there when it comes to the leadership of this current Michigan State roster because they have a lot of talent. You look at guys like Aaron Henry, the scoring ability of Rocket Walks, Joey Hauser, the transfer who was supposed to be this dynamic player. I just don't think there's a guy that reels them all in together to highlight their best assets. And that's something that Tom Izzo has said. This is the team with the lack of leadership or the least leadership he's had really in the past decade in East Lansing. Can they figure that out now? Have they come together from this COVID stretch and maybe are back? I don't know. I think they play a good enough game, though, to at least cover against Ohio State on Sunday. So our underdog specials, our locked-on locks, our shoelace tie lock of the week, all of it here for your full weekend preview for the final weekend of Big Ten basketball in the month of January. February is next week. Then it is March. Oh, my God. Here we are. And it all gets started this entire weekend tonight. Number seven, Iowa on the road at number 19, Illinois, a game everybody waited all year for. And it is here January 29th. I am so excited. What are you going to do? What are you going to do for the game, Lucy? Tell me all about it. 
I'll probably get Chick-fil-A before because that's good okay, luck. Smart. Um, there's, there's no correlation between it being good luck. It's just like a reason. Um, How do you know? How do you know it's uh, not good luck? Is it proven? Is get, it scientifically proven it's not? <laughs> I get Chick-fil-A before like every day. So, and we tend to lose games every once in a while. So, uh, but I'll get the Chick-fil-A. Uh, I'll probably, I'll probably get a beer for this one. I don't like to drink during Iowa games um, because mm. my, I get real bad Twitter fingers when I drink and we don't need that. <laughs> um, fun fact, when I go out to the bars, like right after, before, like, or after my Iowa State video went viral and people started to like care what I had to say, I would mm. delete Twitter off my phone before I go to the bars because I just knew something bad was going to happen. And one time it did, but don't worry, we're not bringing that up so uh, if i have a i only have one beer because i am afraid that i will right. tweet something stupid but i'll just watch it with my family uh my brother we've already talked about the game he's very confident iowa wins too so i don't think any of us are gonna be like losing our minds but it's also been a long time since iowa's played so we're just excited a long time i'm very excited just to see both of these teams back in big 10 action because it's, it's been, been 10 days for illinois eight days for iowa both of their games were postponed this past weekend they had no games in the midweek we are so excited for this Friday night. I hope Papa Rodine is also there with you enjoying this game. I'm sure he will be. I'm so excited for it. I can only imagine what it's going to be like in the Rodine household. They call <laughs> her Lucy Sports Jokes, right? That's what we call you now. But yes. you're also Lucy Rodine, always here <laughs> on Monster on Big Ten. She's the sports media personality for Wave TV. If you're not, brave the waters of the 16-year-olds on TikTok <laughs> and go watch what Lucy is doing for Wave TV. It is truly incredible stuff. She's doing a recap. She still has the mic out in front of her face. It is oh, hysterical. Yeah. Lucy is one of the best and brightest talents in all of the Big Ten Conference, now <laughs> in all of the social media world. Lucy Rodine, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you for having me and just hyping me up there. I feel great right now. <laughs> So many thanks again to Lucy Rodine for coming on today's full weekend preview of Big Ten basketball. Give her a follow on Twitter. As she said, I just tweet, man. That is what she does, at Lucy underscore Rodine. Rodine is R-O-H-D-E-N. And make sure to follow Wave TV. She's doing some great stuff there. If you're into the talk, the TikTok, that is, she's big on TikTok. Give her a follow. Her stuff is so creative, so funny. Make sure to follow along with Lucy Rodine. So we have a great weekend of Big Ten basketball that all gets underway tonight. A top 20 tilt between 7th-ranked Iowa, 19th ranked Illinois. These two teams do not like each other. Throw out the record books, although last year was a really good game to end off the Big Ten regular season. This is going to be a great game on Friday night. 9 p.m. Eastern tip on Fox Sports 1, on FS1. Iowa, Illinois, book it, sit down on your couch, enjoy every second of it. And then two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday as well. On Monday, when we speak next, we will recap everything, where we stand heading into the month of February in the Big Ten Conference, and what will be a very busy next week as we have some teams Teams, returning for some COVID pauses. There will be a lot of games in a short amount of time. We will get ready for all of it and recap this past weekend as well. Five great games of Big Ten basketball with the biggest game of the season up to this point tonight. Seventh-ranked Iowa, 19th-ranked Illinois. Enjoy it all, and until we talk on Monday, have a splendid weekend.